I can't speak for it, but that might happen with me because I tend to pause and ask a lot of questions like it just happened. Uh, well, you're running out of time because welcome to the 104th episode of The Gathering. We're a group of geeks based out here in the, we got this Biden, Southern California. Let's start with introduction to the question of the week. What TV show got canceled too soon? All right. So uh, before we jump into that question, uh, Tim, uh, obviously I'm replacing Tyler as the host of this episode and you're here as my guiding light in the darkness. Yeah, I was about to ask, since you asked the question too early already. I blame Tyler for you putting f- the script in my face. Oh, that's fair. I, I read what up. was there. You're fucking up as host. You're not doing a bad job, but you're already fucking it up. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> that hurts. That, that cuts me deep, man. That's... Oh, no, it doesn't. You no, don't it, care. It, not a hell of a lot. <laughs> all, right, all right, so um, so we're here for the 104th time. Uh, we, this is, this is getting close to your hundred to a hundred episodes after this might be my hundredth episode since I've started here with the gathering. I think I came around 12 or 13, maybe 14. So we're, we're getting, well, okay. There's 104. There's a couple episodes that got doubled and didn't get counted. Yeah. I think we might be, yeah. A hundred episodes after you started. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So it's been a, it's been a long journey. It's been a very trying journey. You know, I was here when we had ticket or click it and Turn uh, page to play. And there are good reasons we don't have those anymore. Um, all right, so I know I know it's been talked about on a couple of things, and I don't want to go too far into it, but I know I've been bugging you, and I know you just saw Arrival. Loved it. It's uh, I was bugging myself to see it, and I was going to go with you, but mm-hmm. I had work and was very angry at life that day. So, But I watched it today. It's phenomenal. I will say it's all about its one big twist. And it's not a bad twist. They do a very no, good I, job I selling it. But I saw it coming. I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. Because once again, uh, my humbugosity, I was the first one to see this twist coming. <laughs> but, That's it was, but what I love about it is it doesn't play like a traditional 21st century sci-fi. Thing. No, it's the antithesis to Independence Day resurgence. Exactly. So exactly. it's not aliens blowing up no. the White House again. It's no, it's more the day the Earth stood still. And if you're a fan of that movie, oh, yeah, that's a that's a solid analogy. You mm-hmm. should watch Arrival. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I think this is a very exciting time for science fiction movies because it's been so locked up in this Michael Bay yeah, extravagance, Transformers, of explosions, it's just, and yeah. everything. It's uh, it's making a comeback in a real good way. You know, we had a lot of these movies that. We're coming out that was all about the spectacle. We weren't really getting the truth behind science fiction. Like, you know, a lot of people who are scientists, I read this a while ago. Don't quote me on where exactly I read this article. But they did a study of, or not a study, but they did did a poll. Years ago I read this, but they did a poll. What was, people who are scientists, what was their favorite science fiction movie? Can you guess what it was? Um, No. Blade Runner. Blade oh, Runner was their favorite science fiction film. All right. No, but I mean, you you think but about I think, it. I think, but I think um, that puts us in a good place that we're actually going back to the the hallmarks and the origins of science fiction as exactly. a genre, which which is setting us up exactly where we need to be for like um, the Isaac Asimov Foundation. Sure. Story. Absolutely. Yeah. No, where it's more philosophical and based in actual science, mm-hmm. more Jules Verne and less H.G. Wells. Which is uh, uh, two classic references as iconic. <laughs> I like that. All right, so we've got a couple of guests with us today. We've got Tracy and Carissa from a new project ongoing right now called Living with Strangers. Um, and before we go into that, we're going to do the question of the week, which I already spoiled for our audience, which is hopefully you've had enough time to think about. Uh, what is so? Go ahead and introduce yourself, and then tell us what TV show do you think got canceled too soon? Okay, so House of Lies with Don Cheadle. I thought that got canceled way too soon. That's pretty like, recent, though. That was recent, yeah. but like I have a, a list. Of okay, all right. Matt about. Give us the whole thing. I have a list. I want, like, I, yeah, like top three. Go for it. So right, like that was that was the number one that I was just like, really, like that was a great show. And then I'm like, what else is Kristen Bell gonna do on TV? That's gonna be so good. I, you know, I could never really nothing. get into that show. Mm-hmm. I saw the first couple episodes. I didn't hate it, but for some reason, it didn't really appeal to me. What was about it that you? really liked i really liked the dead end between don cheeto and kristen bell because yeah. they are so, so funny yeah. smart and really talented actors and human beings so like even in real life like you're like oh like they they just have this charisma and awe about them that was like on screen against each other because not to spoil it for you 
they are the ones that carry the show and they their character sure. is kind of... I should hope so if you yeah. hired yeah. Don Cheadle and Kristen Bell yeah. for a TV show. Yeah, so at, like the first season I get it because it's like, okay, nothing's really happening. But then when they finally decide to have their characters collide... Woo! It gets so much better. Okay. It gets so much okay, better. Okay, well, what are those shows? You said you got a list. Um, oh, so don't judge me for this one. This one's not recent, but it was a show on ABC that I wasn't going to watch, but I was bored one, some, one winter, and I did, and it was called Selfie. Yeah! Yes! We were just... Oh, fuck! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was like, how Thank did you, I get Thank you, producer Tyler. And then I saw John Cho, and I was like, wow, he's actually pulling off this romantic lead mm-hmm. thing, and yeah, I'm like... Wait, Love this, Karen is, this was such an underrated show. They didn't do a good promotion of it, and I was like, it was so funny and so good. And the t- I think the title just killed it. I know we, we were we were literally talking I about. Purposely didn't watch it because of the title. The title was just oh like, shit. Oh really? Yeah. Like, I mean, we I were talking it. about it earlier while we actually we were waiting for you while we were just drinking and hanging around. <laughs> um, yeah. And we were supposing that it came into scheduling conflicts because John Cho would have been filming um, Star Trek. At you know, in the same time frame, and Karen Gillan would have well, been doing um, Guardians. Actually, what killed it was the first episode. Yeah, people really hated it. a lot of critics. Oh. Thought it was terrible. Told you, we were like again, we. I watched it when I was bored. Yeah, over yeah, the exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and this thing is, I what I read is, it's like, well, okay, the pilot's terrible, but if you get past that, it's actually a really great show. Yeah, yeah. and that's what a lot of the critics were saying, and people wouldn't even give it a chance because. Like, well, the first episode's stupid, so that, that's what really killed it. Yeah. All right, so uh, so who are you, and tell us about a show you missed. Oh, hi. I'm Carissa, and I um, am going to go, like, super old school. I don't even know if it counts It's so old school, but there is a show on Nickelodeon called, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple. There is a show on Nickelodeon <laughs> called back. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Are you serious? Yes. No shit. Yeah, new episodes. <laughs> Are you it's, kidding it's me? It's going to be a movie first. No, it's going to be a movie first. Purple Monkeys. Purple Monkeys. I used to always just like play around my house because I was an only child. It was sad. Anyway, I'd be alone in my room <laughs> pretending I was playing for the Purple Monkeys. Yeah. No, they, I feel like I watched every episode. They're producing a 90-minute movie to kick off a new series. Get the fuck. Wow. wow. Like Olmec, the talking stone head is there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I guess that can't be mine anymore. Because I mean, it counts. It was canceled, and they yeah. just realized the, what the mistake they made in bringing it back. I think mean, that's wow. what's like. They're gonna start fifteen years later, millennials still want to watch this. No, they're gonna start rebooting everything from the '90s because that's what it's all. Facebook and Tumblr is. Oh, the '90s, the 90s was so much yeah. better. So my other show is Thirty Rock. Which oh yes, you thought I that got canceled one. too soon? Okay, so I had actually seven seasons. I it had not enough seasons. <laughs> Seven was not enough for me. And I, and if it had all been like the first season, I would agree. I mean, I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. Oh God, yeah. I that. kind of I kind of got attached to certain characters, and I felt the need to see them all the way through. So I haven't to this day watched the final episode of Thirty Rock because I don't want it to be over in my mind. Oh wow! So I have like a secret like. So what if I like, told you it was coming back? <laughs> don't fuck with her emotions right now she'll cut you it's listen you see that face <laughs> it was kind of it was part hopeful part you're going to die <laughs> just for the insinuation I had very like mixed i had very mixed feelings about it because i was just like well that means i should leave this right now and watch the final episode so i can be ready for it to come back <laughs> but, but if you're Fucking with me. <laughs> she still know. I'm going to be really upset. On, on the real, though, I heard Tracy Morgan. He was talking about how they're going to reprise his character from that show and do like a whole, I think it's... No, it's, it's true. I'm not lying. It's going to be called 31 Working Rock. on a show that Tracy Morgan's definitely starring in a new show. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be his character, but I mean, I feel like but Tracy Morgan just, just that plays was himself Tracy in everything Morgan, he though. does. Yeah, that yeah. was like yeah. legitimately Tracy Morgan. Yeah. On, it Tracy works. Dor- yeah, it works. It's funny you know, as hell. You know, it's true. Like some of the quotes that I give people professional <laughs> advice about are Tracy Morgan quotes. <laughs> like no shit. Like you know, you know, dress like you're gonna die in those clothes. Um, live every week like a lot like of Sean sh- John for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, live every week like it's Shark Week. Oh my god! Live every week like a Shark Week. That's a <laughs> All right, so Tim, what do you think? I um, I, I mentioned it earlier today. It's my all-time number one favorite TV show of ever. It's Pushing Daisies. I freaking love oh that God. show. I it it really lost a lot of momentum because it came out during the writer's strike. Oh yeah. And instead of continuing, they're like, okay, no, we'll just set up for season two. 
And then when season two came out, no one was watching it and had to fight for an audience. And it was really disappointing because it, it took like the CSI mold, but had a fan, a fantasy spin on it. And people like, I, I remember I would watch it with my dad who never liked anything fantasy related, but he thought that show was so much fun and it was just, it was lighthearted you know, I I love the like I love Game of Thrones and yeah. you know Ash vs Evil Dead. I love the dark, really adult shows. Yeah. But that was a show. I was like, you know, anyone can watch this, and it's really it's really lighthearted and fun. And yeah, the cast was so good. Can Can I just say I love the way you described the show? Like you really? made me want to watch it. Like that's yeah. what the PR team I, needed. I, I never watched an episode. But you DVDs were just for so season damn it, Tim, why didn't ABC you hire you? So heartfelt. It was beautiful. I just I I don't know. It was it was a very important time in my life, I guess. I don't know. It was my senior year of high school and then freshman year of college. It wasn't that important, I guess. But no, it's uh it was just it was just entertaining. I don't I don't know what to tell that's you. The, the, no, that counts for a lot. That's yeah. well, that's where TV fails typically. Anyway, okay, so I'll, I'm gonna take it now. Um I think everybody expects me to say that Firefly. Yeah, right. It, <laughs> I, I love sci-fi. I love westerns. Firefly, and I I do think it got canceled too soon. But it's actually not my what I think. At least it had a movie. It did. It did. It came back. It had a really good movie. Um, most regrettably, I think the most recent Muppets TV show mm. on ABC got canceled way too soon. Huh. They, um, you know, they got a new showrunner before the. In the first quarter of their first season, they had sixteen episodes all together. It was a really expensive show, and that was part of the problem. Because it's the fucking Muppets, but you know that f- cost about the Muppets. I mean, you understand that's not just one person being a Wait, Muppet. But you know what was the frenzy though? That I was going to start watching the show I t- until I heard how Miss Piggy and Kurt, like the, the yeah, the Miss, the Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy and Kurt Kermit breaking up was just yeah. I but was that was like, great. Nope. That was okay. That was no. like Miss Piggy. I was a pig and a and frog having real life Miss relationship problems. Oh my god! That that ooh, she looked like a she just looked like a Miss Piggy hoe in the streets. I couldn't handle it. Man, I saw the mock up of that Muppet and I said, "Not you today, Satan." They... <laughs> Not I am today, out. Satan. <laughs> but it wasn't Kermit. It was Miss Piggy broke up with Kermit. That was the thing. But Kermit then he, always, who he chose to replace Yeah, maybe her. they should have just, like, created He's got a thing new, for pigs. They could have just created what? a new Muppet. Like, maybe he could have been with a lizard or something. I don't know. But, like, I could not go with the slimmed-down version of Miss Piggy. Like, a younger, slimmed-down version of Miss Piggy. Like, are you kidding me? And party. this yeah. is The Gathering. Now joining The Gathering. And we're back, and we're once again here with Tracy and Carissa, the co-creators of a new show that uh, that we're in the process of fundraising for, so we can produce. Um, tell how us- can we fundraise? How are we fundraising for that? Oh, so the the fundraising is on Indiegogo. It's Living with Strangers TV. Okay, check it out. So uh, Tracy, Carissa, tell us about Living with Strangers. No, before we get that, can I ask a question? Yeah, I want to know what. Are some of the rewards I can get for funding oh, this so, show? Oh, so you know, fuck hearing about the show. Let's talk about no, the no, I want to know what I can get, get like for this. giving you my money. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so you got a checkbook that you're gonna cut right no. now. <laughs> I need um, about three dollars. What can I get for my three dollars? No, just kidding. <laughs> well, there, there, there's a lot that's going into it that we've talked about. Um, the one I think Chris is most excited about is. Oh, not, yeah. not, yeah, <laughs> not necessarily a prize, but like if we reach a certain goal. Or she gets to on Facebook Live or some live video where she gets to hot wax one of our friends. <laughs> He's very hair. hairy. He's very hairy. Hair T- Tim knows his. Evan. Evan's been on the show. Yes, yeah, Evan Haig. He's oh. a volunteer to let Carissa like. We're gonna yes. wax him. Are we Just, gonna Are we gonna do like designs, like a happy face or something? Or it's gonna be like forty year old virgin oh, wow, style, like idea. in yeah. that scene where he's just like yeah. ripping it off. She's so very you gotta go that. around the nipple, very sensitive, very painful. Yeah, so yeah. we gotta make him into a man o' lantern. That's like one of the great. So I like this that. is this is kind of on, on the lowdown. But my plan was after we, depending on how far we wax him, if we go all the way, I was gonna then throw somewhere in the order of three to five gallons of KY jelly on him and push him down a slide. Ooh. Oh, I support it though. <laughs> it'll it'll be worth it. When we were discussing this with Evan, he was like, "I've got a lot of area to work with." 
so much though. Uh, there's a lot he of real does. estate on that man. He, he's like a lot of areas to work with. I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, this is gonna this is gonna work. It's gonna be awesome. So yeah, that's one of the reaching points. Are you gonna are you, are you gonna put out here that you might get a tattoo? Are we gonna put out the tattoo? Well, you already did. Just did. The tattoo. You just did. Hi, Facebook Live. Tracy's gonna get a tattoo. Okay. So, well, do you have any tattoos like, already? I do. Okay. But even though people forget, like my parents, because every time I visit them, they're like, "You have a tattoo." I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, remember, like, I got it, you know, this that, back that, in the day, like, when did this happen? It's, like, every time. Yeah, that's it's better like, than my parents' response to my tattoo. My mom told me, she's like, well, congratulations, you are now officially white trash. <laughs> to which she then said, were you ever going to tell me about this tattoo? And I was like, no. It's like, why? I didn't want you <laughs> to think I was white trash. <laughs> that's hilarious. No. My parents, are, they just keep forgetting, because I put it in a very, like, Right, like I, it's a hidden spot where like you really don't know us unless you're looking for it. So mm. that's what I do. But as I posted it, it's like I don't know if it's actually gonna happen. But if someone gives like twenty five thousand dollars, I will get a tattoo of their name wherever I get to choose the, what type of tattoo. But they can choose where it goes on my body and has to be the neck down, okay, not the arm because I have to have a <laughs> not job. Your face. No, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, but I mean, right, right across the nose. Neck. No, it's, like. Blah, blah, blah. If it's to be like, oh, I want it on the right ass cheek. You're like, all right, sounds good. We're doing it. Just yeah, that's the risk I'm taking right there. It's just going to be like, I'm going to remember, like, Tom's name is going to be there. I'm going to remember that every day. Like, you're you're going to end up with a new boyfriend. Time. He's going to ask you, he's like, who the fuck is Keith? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to, like, that's going to be a fun conversation to have. So, or it could I be, did this who's thing. Layla? And why isn't she with us right oh, now? Oh, yeah. That, that's <laughs> Tell me more about this Layla character. <laughs> and be like, oh, can she join? Do you stop her number? <laughs> no. No. That's funny. All right. So now that we know what, what we can. Look forward to forgiving great money. Waxing. Yeah, great, great, great waxing. Great waxing. Tattoos. <laughs> Basically, any body mutilation you want to see, it will right, happen. Let's not go that far. We're on I mean, Facebook that's Live. what we talk about. <laughs> body mutilation. Okay. We're, we're moving on. We're moving happen. on. And we're moving on. <laughs> the great waxing. People will talk of it for years. They will sing stories and... All right, all right. So tell us, tell us about the show. What, what is Living with Strangers? Okay, so Living with Strangers is a... 30-ish minute sitcom to an hour. We're still, whatever. Anyway, it's a sitcom, <laughs> and it's about um, these strangers who live together while they're in college in New York, in New York City, and each character is, like, completely, completely different from anyone that you've ever seen on television. So we have taken a lot of what you usually see and kind of flipped it upside down. So um, it's definitely a character-driven show that highlights what's happening right now with millennials, whether that be dealing with college debt or everything that's happening politically. We kind of use these, like, diverse group of people to highlight everything that's happening in life right now. Yeah. So So with the the modern, well, you know, the November 16th, 2016, in the present, not the future— um, political landscape. Looking forward to the waxing. <laughs> Do you have a, a time frame in it? I mean, is it is it supposed to line up with modern with current events? So it's going to take place in you know in this aftermath of Trump winning the election, or well, is yeah. it just just normal political climate that no, the millennials have been having to deal with? Yeah, less specific and more general. Yeah, but to be honest, if we like not to like talk to the elephant in the room, Trump has like messed up everything in life. I have to say, so in in that respect, it's kind of it, it it will and has thrown things in a like if we were like to go political, I just like we know his name's gonna come up and we're gonna be like, all right, so how do we tackle? Okay, I I gotta I gotta time us out for a second. Tyler is freaking out right now because he hates any political nah, nah, discussion. No, no, we're still running it. We're going with <laughs> yeah, it. No, we're going with it. We, it's we beautiful. Anyways, happen. continue, please. So, uh, um, But yeah, but on on top of it all, the, I think something that um, with the, that's about the show that we love is that we're kind of showing a very diverse cast of people who are, you know, in some way, shape, or form who aren't really seen on television to be really sure. full-form human beings being that way. Right. And then also highlighting the experiences of being a young millennial and like what we're going through today and not just the political part, but like college debt, getting a job, 
paying for not school. Not getting a job. No. Not yeah, getting. Oh, no, that's a real big one. Um, <laughs> and then with college, you know, we have we like we have to highlight, you know, the dangers of being a woman on on um at school and sexual assault and how we deal with that and how to arm ourselves in that respect. But it's also then, wait. I'm just gonna stop you right there because like. It's also really funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're you're speaking to this diverse cast, this group of people that you don't really see on TV. Can you talk about the characters at all? Can you describe them? What what sure. makes them interesting? What makes them different? And what makes them funny? Well, overall, like with them being so different from each other, not only just from racially and their backgrounds, but in their personality that makes them different. Yeah, like and, yeah. Like my favorite character is also one of the lead characters. Her name is Casey and she's like a dark-skinned African-American girl from North Carolina and she's, she's trying to become a lawyer. So she's still an undergrad but she's, you know, that's the path. Yeah, she wants to go to law school. Yeah, she wants to go to law school. So she's very smart technically but i don't know if you ever had friends who are like really smart like they know things they know when you talk to them when you're just like hey like i need help with no common sense like no common sense and it's what's so endearing about her because it's like she has this free spirit optimism at the looking at the world but like she's she's realistic because she she'll see something and tackle the problem and know how to solve it but at other times when talking to her, like, if you interact with her, she would be just completely oblivious. She's and like, that, she's like almost ditzy in a way. Yeah. But playfully, and, you know. And for me, like, I she I find her really exciting because I'm sometimes ditzy. And, <laughs> and like, a lot sometimes. of times, a lot of times black girls can't really be ditzy on TV. We're just like. I don't know. We're like really like n- nail on the head, like hardcore, mm-hmm, like right. that type of right. character. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, even even like I was, <laughs> I was almost princess Tati- or princess Tiana in Disneyland, and like every d- princess gets like a movement, and apparently like Tiana's is like this like really intense like hand wave and shoulders and stuff the sass. and it's just yeah. the sass is always there but it's it's like not in real life like i'm not I'll, i like to sit in corners <laughs> and read she's books. very introverted it's like, really weird I I I, really, so so i say well, all this to say perform. on tv you know. yeah i say all this to say like that's why i'm really excited about her and bringing her to light because she's more than just the ideal not that all of those not all those other characters aren't fully fledged but it's like fully fledged in one way but casey's fully fledged in a way that i can relate to because that's closer to my experience so she's my favorite i also really like um roger who's another great character he kind of reminds me of you in a weird way tracy it's because i'm very (laughs) thank you for dictating who you were talking at yeah she was like tracy and i was like all right this is tracy here um i think she says that because with roger's and this is something I I did implement his character that is very much like me. In certain situations, if I don't know you and I'm not comfortable with you, I just stay quiet and I'm like not open. It's weird. It's the most I've talked literally around people I don't know that much, and I'm like, yeah, you're doing really good. I'm really proud of you. I, and <laughs> wow. I think I'm like, wow. And I'm you know I have a camera in front of me. I would if there if that camera was this close to my face, I'm putting my face like my hand to close to my face guys facebook live um, understands what's going on you know podcast <laughs> listeners uh, they're struggling yeah, a little know. bit but it's like three <laughs> inches from her hand to her face thank you thank you and uh, if they knew i'd probably just freeze up and wouldn't say a thing and so when people would ask me questions i'll just do one or two word responses okay so i i think you hit on something that's really interesting there what is it about living with strangers that you know fills a gap with current tv like what's different about it from what we see on the air right now um, well, the fact that we're highlighting a, a generation that is not authentically portrayed at all on television. I feel, yeah, I feel like the age range, too, is kind of not as abundantly seen. You see a lot of people who are kind of um, on the other side. Like, Girls. you either see people who are in the school or you see people out of, like, well out of school. Like, now they're, like, kind of figuring it out. Yeah. But these are people mm-hmm. who are in the transition, which you rarely see. And that's kind of the hardest part, like... Being 23 was the roughest year of my that life. That year sucked. <laughs> I wanted to throw that year in the trash. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Shit? So seeing but... people seeing people go from, you know, 21, 22, 23, you don't really see that as often. You used to see it. Like, we often um, reference the show A Different World, which was yeah. people in college who were 
figuring it, figuring everything out. And our show is kind of in that same realm. And but there now. was also Felicity that also kind of tackled that too, which is like J.J. Abrams' like critical darling TV show that he came out with, which highlighted that too. Which yeah, was late nineties, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was also going through the four years of college. And but I just feel really like great. like po- I mean, Carrie like, Russell, Carrie Russell. Yeah. But but yeah. to add to what you're saying, what makes it um, kind of different? not kind of, but completely different, is that we're highlighting a generation that isn't seen that much. And a lot of times we're seen to be very narcissistic and lazy and entitled, which yeah. to a level that's kind of true because we kind of but it's, and it's ha- selfish and have things at our yeah. fingertips and we are in the age of instant gratification. But I think that's that's something that's gone a little bit too far. It's, you know, yeah. it's now it's all millennials are these entitled brats yeah. that, that don't understand what the real world's about. Yeah. And there's a lot of negativity surrounding the word millennial. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, there is. I, and I just was thinking about it, I was like, I want to take our, our identity back. Like, that's not true like i feel like every generation at this age was the same way because we were at the same time very idealistic we're the more we're more mm-hmm. liberated we're the ones who were like wanting I mean, for change and are the ones that the the change makers so I'm i wanting was the change. watching friends that's a lie i was watching friends for the first time because <laughs> i've never seen it and like ross is like an archaeologist yep He's yeah. just an archaeologist. He's just like 23 and like out of, or not 23, 26, 26, and just like works at a museum. Like, I don't know anyone who does that. Like, I don't know anyone who's like, who can just. Okay, you did not work at a museum. Put your no, fucking hand no, down. No, I did. I was an archaeologist when I was 20 years old. My degree is in archaeology, by the way. And I have curated maps. He and loves to bring this and... up anytime he can. I, I'm sorry, it was a softball. I had to hit it. Um, <laughs> I, I have maps that are curated in the Arizona pivot. State Museum in Southern Arizona. Thing is pivot. So pivot. where do you see the show going? Where do you see the Notice story I don't going? Do that anymore? But we're not talking about that anymore. No. He's sad. He's sad. <laughs> where do you about see it. the story going in the future? You know, okay, so I'm sure you you don't have like a five or ten year plan going, but where do you just see maybe even the, just the first season going with? Yeah, if you're talking about that transition out of college, I mean, that has to go. Yeah, I mean, if mm-hmm. they're 23 and they're seniors, then after a year, then they're out of college. And what's going to happen mm-hmm. then? Well, that's the, that's part of the fun. So another thing, like, the, the, the what carries the show through is, like, the fact is that they don't, besides these two girls, um, Lynn and Casey, who have been best friends, the whole house, they don't know each other. The setup is very much, like, because they're so different – that's where the comedy comes in because as they interact, you see they're actual assholes to each other 95% of the time. And they're constantly fighting, trying to figure out like how to like live in this one interesting crowded space. And I'll say that we like, we've scripted it in a way looking at just season one where hopefully every audience member would be invested enough in the individual characters to want to see where they go. Sure. So we've kind of scripted it like this character has their own lane and we're going to see where that lane goes for them in life. Um, and sometimes it goes places that are unexpected. Yeah. But it it's definitely character driven in that way where what keeps you going, and I don't want to give away like everyone's storyline, story arc, but it definitely is enough to have you invested in what's going to happen next to that individual person in their individual bubble. So as they transition out of college, they're transitioning full force, sometimes full forward role into the next difficult thing. Sure. Which which is like a, yeah. a question mark of whether you'll see that character come back or not. Yeah, That is what's going to be the cliffhanger. It's just like, we well, some leave. There are those who stay behind, and yeah. maybe there's going to be new characters are introduced. And so the, like, the way the way we're we're thinking of more of, of long of it is what what's going to make you want to watch is seeing how at the end of the day, how do these very very different people come together in so, this very confined space? So it's almost like the apartment is its own character. Exactly, yeah. it yeah. is exactly. in its own character exactly. where it's because here's the thing that's what makes it different that people sometimes can't wrap their heads around uh, with when we keep telling the show, the apartment, apartments in New York are very weird. <laughs> they're so like, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know that other places didn't do this, but in New York, you can like put up a wall, yeah. like a faux wall that's like made of drywall you that you actually convert into something else. Like, uh, uh, inhabitable for two people. <laughs> I've seen Only bedrooms two. work as, you know, one room apartments like studio yeah, apartments. Yeah, yeah. like that, that's a bedroom like i barely have enough room to like, like literally is this like- <laughs> but I, w- I will just say just talking off i was in manhattan not that long ago with a friend i've known like a family friend i've known my whole life and he was living with his fiance 
in an apartment that was smaller than this room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was it like a studio, or do you have? Yeah, it was. You... It was a studio. Mm-hmm. And so they had, had the, the bed. Kitchen. They had their TV, and uh, yeah, it was. So, so, so that, like, I can, I can fit a lot of people in this room if I have to. We went to Comic Con and put like nine people in a one bed, you know, room. We can do it. But like you're like living like Yeah, that. I know. That's and the other side like of it. And then you're like getting off the subway like after a stalactite dripped on you and you're coming back to like this tiny confined space. Do you know anybody know about the stalactites? You know like stalactites I know about stalactites, yeah. From caves? Like those actually happen so on the subway. So it snows over there. <laughs> <laughs> I know you grew up <laughs> in oh, Arizona. <laughs> There's no such thing as precipitation. I'm just saying, when you go to New York, I'm sure you'll go. Everyone goes. You will go on the subway and you're going to look up and see a stalactite and you're going to be like, wow, Carissa told me about this. I was warned. <laughs> you can like dodge it as they drip on you because they're That's gross. That's funny. And then I'm going to name my first one Carissa. <laughs> In so memory honored. of this moment in life. He'll Instagram yes. it. Make sure to tag you uh-huh. on it. With me pointing at Carissa. <laughs> All right. So um, we're running out of time for this segment. Okay, um, there's one question I would like to ask that. Oh, I, you got one? I, well, yeah, one okay. more. It's, it's, so you mentioned earlier, and I, I want, so you said you these five strangers living in an apartment together. What brings them together in this apartment in the first place? Necessity. Necessity? It's like a, it's, a, it's either be eaten or, or, or survival of the fittest, like, Eat or be eaten. And everyone's like, well, you'll find out everyone isn't, but everyone feels really poor. Like they're yeah. all trying to make ends meet. And this is the only way that seems feasible to make all the ends meet. But I mean, I they're seniors in college. You think they would be living with their friends, not with random strangers. What mm-hmm. what specifically brings them together in this one apartment? Oh, OK, so they're not all seniors. That's the funny thing. OK, so there are two characters who do know each other from their se- from the freshman year. That's Casey and Lynn. Uh, Lynn, we already talked about Casey, but Lynn is this like really hot. The piece. bitch next door. Yeah, we call her the bitch next door. Okay. She's not. She's bitchy, just only by necessity because that's how she like. <laughs> but basically, they the, those two unexpectedly lose their housing, so then they have they're forced to find new housing in short notice. Oh, okay. So they get, and you they can't get set the apartment. up to get an apartment with friends all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. No. So they get the other friends are kind of already taken. They're like, oh, sorry, you're kind of behind. So they get the apartment. They have these rooms to fill because they're like, all right, we have a couple of rooms to fill. We can put up some dividers and make it so it's affordable. So now we're trying to. They make l- it literally, what I, my friends and I used to call it was ghettofying or ghetto resourcing. Like <laughs> you were just do whatever you can sure. by any means necessary and just make do with what no, you have. I mean, and that happened to me in college. So yeah. uh, my yeah. going in my senior year, I was living in a three bedroom. And we had the master open, and none of us could afford. Like it was very expensive. Yeah. apartment, and none of us could afford to live in the master. And like we need to find someone. So I emailed, you know, our housing coordinator, and I was like, "Hey, are there any transfers coming in that need a, <laughs> that need an you apartment?" Know? And yeah. there were three, and they were all girls, and I was in a three bedroom with all dudes, and I was like, "Well." I know better than to try and go hunting for women like this. <laughs> so I'm going to have my name on this list. And if they want to contact me, we got a right. room for them. And one of them did. And she's one of my best friends to this oh. day. Yeah, but, Jen, yeah. right? Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah, right. She's or, no, Jenna. Jenna, not Jen. Oh, okay. Jenna. He's but, a true testament uh, that this can work out and this does happen. Yeah, so, absolutely. Go. So it was actually the same year that New Girl came out. And I was like... This is my life. <laughs> yeah. My life. Before, we, before we wrap up the section, I want to ask... Um, because I know some of this script is based off of personal experiences in New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the funniest moment that's going to be show- – that actually happened that's going to be showcased in the show? And it could be, you know, you know, built up or exaggerated, but – But like, based in – I'm going to let Krista yeah. go first because I think we have different thoughts on what's funny. Or like we know, we both think things are funny, but I have, I know. I mean, Chris, I've heard some stories, so. You just heard that one. time I lit my hair on fire. I did hear about the time you lit your hair on fire. Well, I haven't heard the story, so I'd love to hear the it's story. Not, it's not in scripts. It hasn't been put in the script yet. So <laughs> it hasn't put in, but it's going to be. It's it like locked in this memory shouldn't be ready to go, like ready. All right, so um, Facebook Live and the Gathering Podcast, getting the sneak peek on a future episode <laughs> of Living with Strangers, that time Chris lit her hair on fire. So, <laughs> It was one of my friend's birthday, <laughs> and we were all drinking heavily. Okay, all right. Like you do. <laughs> like right. you do. And No drugs, just drinking. No drugs, okay. just drinking. So Alcohol's a drug. 
technically. Oh, <laughs> technically. So um, I, I was I probably like five shots of vodka in. I was drinking a pineapple and tequila mixed drink. And we were all like, okay, we're going to get out. We're going to go to the bar. It's winter in New York. I have like a knit cap on and I'm excited about the bar. I get there. There are tea candles on like the tables in between. Like, like it's like a two-person table, like a mini booth, and there's little, little tea yeah, candles. Yeah, a little personal candle for mood yeah, lighting. Right. So I'm telling the story, and I'm already really into storytelling, but then when I'm drunk, I feel like I can get on a soapbox and just tell my story for days. So I'm, like, full-on, like, gesticulating, like, telling the story, and I lean forward, and my hair <laughs> was all, like, swooped to one side, and it just leaned forward just enough to catch the tea candle, and the like, um, so black women keep a lot of product in their hair, whether it's curly or not, whether it's an afro, like afro women sheen. Women keep a lot of product. There's in their a hair. lot of women, true. <laughs> so there was a lot of product in my hair. Women and Tyler. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You got nervous what you got left, man. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, so much shade in this podcast. <laughs> but uh, but black women have lots of oils and oh, stuff right. that's in their hair. So, so I see I see like the flame out of the corner of my eye. There's actually a photo of me that was taken right after the flame got put out. So, like, the flame runs up the edge of my hair all the way up the side of my face. It catches, like, the edge of my eyebrow and my eyelashes and then apparently hits the knit cap and goes out because it couldn't, like, catch the whole cap. It wasn't enough flame to catch the cap on fire. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Slash Jesus blew down and blew me out like a candle. Like, yeah, basically. Because I got you. in the photo you see, you can see like smoke in the air. There's like smoke all around me. You guys and my go to hands her Facebook just, and find it. It's My hilarious. hands are just up in the air and I'm like screaming because I'm clearly not trying to put it, right it out. I'm not like Ooh, stop, on. drop, and roll. I'm just like, I'm on fire because I'm too drunk to really do anything else. So after the flame gets put out, like so, the if not whole, for that knit cap, you would have just burned to I death in just, your chair. I wouldn't just... be here today. <laughs> oh, so the oh, whole I back really area of joke. the bar, like, do <laughs> got up and left because they were like, "It smells like burnt hair. You're ruining my good time." So they all like left the area. So it was just me and my friends, and I proceeded to get up and go to the corner of the bar and sit on the floor and cry for the next like 30 <laughs> minutes because I was just like. My mom told me my hair is my glory, and now I don't have any hair, and I'm bald. And so, I mean, none of this was true. I wasn't bald. It was. The story went from really funny to really (laughs) sad. And then I got a taxi, and I went home. But I didn't have the worst, the worst night that night. Oh, my friend went home in an ambulance. Oh shit! So I that's awesome. Hashtag one. Hashtag winning. I think every other, honestly in college I feel like every other week or every week someone went home in an ambulance from a party at school. That's my that's my okay. story. Right, Tra- what is your story, Tracy? Tracy? Do you have anything? That's- oh, I mean, I think Chris has heard this story a million and one times. Um, but I call it the carpenter, only because <laughs> everyone in the room prepared to be uncomfortable. Just get your uncomfortable. It's pants not on. uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable. See, now I'm, I'm inv- already uncomfortable. Now I'm invested. Yeah, we're, we're, oh we're on board. We're, the, well, that uh, just loaded some coal into this train. We're going forward, steam down the tracks. Well, because it's Doc it, Brown. And it's, yeah. I use I use a little bit of it for the first episode where like so there's this oh you know hopefully my parents aren't going to watch this or hear about this but <laughs> cautionary. My face. Um, sorry, Tracy's parents. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. All my family. Um. So I what was it? It, it was my senior summer in New York me and my best friend were having a rooftop party celebrating the 4th of July. And I had our really cool friend, Keith Lawyer Austin Jr. I'm telling your name right now. You said his whole name. I said his whole name, so he knows. (laughs) Damn. Um, He got us some weed from Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, let's, he said, let's smoke. Was it laced with something? Yes, you know, that's what happened. That's I've seen exactly the wire. I know happened. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to these inner city struggles. I've watched the wire. Oh my I God. love that show. It's great. It's a good show. So I smoked not even that much of it, but for the rest of the party, I was so freaking paranoid. I started talking in tongues at one point. Ooh. I literally started looking at people and I was hanging out with this guy who I had just met. It was a cool friend of mine. And I like I had him with me the entire time because he was like trying to make sure I didn't like go off the ledge or do something weird and like every time I look at people like oh so you're like this person this person and then all of a sudden like I just felt completely dizzy 
and another friend of mine went up to our friend Keith and started yelling in his face like, what did you do to my friend here? She's off of her wagon. Like, she's never been like this. And I'm sitting in the corner like like holding like, in the fetal position like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And I'm just like, why am I freaking out so much? And this party was all day. It was from oh, the morning God. until night. And I was just off my like uh, nope 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 my, bad my news bears bad it was like a bad but at a certain point it stopped and i just started feeling good like just good mellow yeah. good and then my friend who i was with i just looked at him and then we just started making out by the hudson river nice. on the, hey. and then across behind me was this homeless man saying <laughs> was just like i see y'all get it and i'm just like <laughs> Hey, you I'm know like, what? That was oh. the most interesting thing that happened to that guy that yeah, day. He, you were, yeah, you were really doing a public service. Day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> had to wash it off. I see y'all getting it. And it was Beautiful. just, it was like, oh, and I was completely out of it. And I was, I don't know what, I did feel really uninhibited. And it was like, I, you know, I had it, I knew it was laced with something because my heart was racing. I didn't, it's, I've had smoked weed before. So I was like, this is something different. So long story short, I ended up sleeping with the dude. And in front of the homeless man? For no. the homeless man? No. Oh, that poor oh, homeless shit. man. He, <laughs> he was got, the best day ever. He got all the pre-show and none of the show. No, 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 no. He, if, if that would have been some interest, that would have made it more interesting. But no, I instead went back to my partner and, and then the next day, I think I was still kind of high, but my friends all looked at me and... um. And that's what's in the first episode. It's like the way our apartment was. Like I was in the sleeping loft or on top of that's on top of my best friend's room, and the walls are really thin. So the next day, she looked at me like really petrified. Her face looked really ghost white because she's Asian and like looked kind of ghost white. And she was just like, "Tracy, I was really scared for my life last night." And I was like, "Why?" She's like, "It sounded like he was doing construction work, just drilling and hammering and oh, sawdusting and some other yeah. stuff." And I was like, "Sawdusting? I don't even know that one." And I was like, "What?" She's like, uh, "And then our other friend was like, we literally held each other as we're watching." Um, instant star reruns and we're like and the homeless man missed all of this <laughs> all of it like he just couldn't get the show and I was just like oh really that happened completely oblivious and I was just like and I was like she's like are you still kind of high I was like I think so I think it's just residual high coming Oops. through and I was just like um so yeah I had a lot of fun though he's like are you are you okay she's like and she's I'm like yeah she's like are you okay she's like you put me through a lot. I, I I don't know if I can look at you again. She still does. We're still friends. And she's just like, every time I she bring up She probably doesn't story, look at you the same way, though. No, no. Yeah, she knows. Every time she looks at you, she sees that. She, she hears that. She doesn't, she's just like. <laughs> she sees construction work in a bedroom. <laughs> so it's not sexual. It's just a jackhammer on a piece of concrete in a bedroom. It's Exactly. And I was just like, okay. And thinking about it, I was like, huh, that's never really happened to me with her. And so every time this guy came around, or he saw him so friends, or she she would just say, hi, 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 Carpenter. How's it going? And I'd be like... <laughs> oh, yeah, I still call him that. You still, yeah. And I, everyone... And yeah, Carissa like, doesn't actually know his name. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like an inside joke. But then one day... He's nice. He's very, very nice. And one day he was just He's like... He's apparently good at what he does, too. <laughs> Shout out to Carpenter. He's nice. Thanks, Carpenter. You know, four years ago. But yeah... So that's kind of the funniest thing. That's and I I pulled that same storyline into our 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 pilot episode of just like the uncomfortability of being. She wasn't really sexile, but in a way she felt like she was sexile and violated. Yeah, in a way. And I was just Worse. like, my bad. All right, so those are some things to look forward to the show. All right, so now we're gonna play a game, and we're gonna play a new game on the show. We haven't played this before. It's called Drunk, Stoned, or Stupid. I think it fits into what we've been talking about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> entirely too well. Uh, so you can find the game at drunkstone or stupid. Oh, sorry, drunk www.drunkstonestupid.com. You can find it on Amazon, which is where we got it. Um, basically, the game is somebody draws a card, and it's going to have some really weird behavior on it. So, as an example, the bottom of the deck says, "Destined to be a trophy wife," and then if That's I were the, the judge. The three of y'all would then decide which one of the four of us is most destined to be a trophy wife. You'd make your argument, and I would decide who had the best argument, and they win that card. Right. How long are the ar arguments can last? I'm going to go 15 to 20 seconds. Okay. That was Short an and excellent sweet. Question. That was an yeah. excellent question. Well, that's become a problem in other episodes <laughs> it, where we yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it really So has. I wanted to bring it up before it came we're, to We're that. talking like full-scale <laughs> debate sessions. <laughs> 
All right. No. Um, I already so... feel myself getting competitive. I'm really glad you asked that question yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. All right. So um... I already feel like I'm going to be changing the rules as we start. Listen, Tracy. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, we're not doing this. We're not having you change the rules. I'm never not play, do it never play Settlers Catan like... with Tracy. It oh, will be shit. the worst right. mistake of your life. It's not the worst mistake. It's the worst it's mistake not. of your life. You it's can't put a settlement thing. there. I mean, well, I let's want, move on. Let's just. I mean, on. I once wound up in you know in TJ on a Wednesday night in a strip club. What does that have to do with anything? I'm saying worst mistake in my life. I, I've made some. It got weird. There were. <laughs> no, I've heard the story. Yeah. It's not a good story. No, it's just it's weird. <laughs> All right, um, so as our guest, which one of you would like to start as the judge to draw the card for us to make the arguments off of? I vote Tracy. Tracy it is. All right, she, Tracy, draw the top card. because I keep voting her. For well, that's cool. It means that Tracy doesn't actually have to make an argument. So, that's all right, right. here. That's true. Yeah. Top right. card there. <laughs> you can actually take that whole deck because that'll be for the two of you. Yeah. Make Wait, it easy. You guys aren't picking cards? We got another deck Wait, over no. here. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. He was prepared for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so what are we, what are, what's the phrase? It still plays the penis game. What's the penis game? Penis. Penis! 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 <laughs> I know this game all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 well, um, fuck arguments. I think we know wait, what just yeah, happened. Yeah, I was going to just... Do I have to make an argument? Yeah, wait, which one of the four or the three of us uh, is most likely to still play the penis game? I'm going with Eric. And the reason being, well, one, Exhibit A, you saw it happen. Because he didn't even remember the game, and he came in as a winner. Like, I'm going to top everyone right now. So I just feel like, um, yeah, out of everyone, Eric just might, out of the blue, want to win. And be like, you know what, I'm going to start this penis game right now so that I can feel the victory. Yeah. All right, Tim. I'm going to nominate myself because... <laughs> I thought that was going to happen. I did. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's going to nominate himself. Dick jokes are still like the funniest thing to me. I feel they like are. any genitalia joke is just always funny to me. Like genitalia is funny. And yelling out the word penis is especially funny because it's just a funny word. Penis. Wait, wait, wait. Why not vagina? Isn't vagina but, funny? Vagina is a get... hilarious word too. But unfortunately, in our society, in our unfortunately sexist society, it's like you can't refer to a vagina. That's that that's sensitive. You don't want to talk about. It, but you like, know the pussy grabs back, right? Like <laughs> yeah, that's right, it does. I've seen teeth. <laughs> oh, oh, damn! No, no, that shit is damn. straight terrifying. That's a great movie. Oh my god! Actually, no, it's not a great movie. I enjoyed it, but it's not a great movie. <laughs> Um, personally, I think I think Tim beat me to to the yeah. penis punch there, and I just oh, reacted. I just needed to win. It was there, but but Tim like knew what the game was and understood it. Yeah, yeah he just instinctually. Actually, just like, so yeah. in my former life, I was a substitute teacher, and I had to write a referral for a kid playing the penis game in class. So, <laughs> <laughs> like by himself, true. just shouting "penis" in the back he, of the room. He was. He was one of the good kids too. Because I talked to the teacher later about it, and he was like, he's one of my better kids, and he was fine, but he was just shouting penis in the middle of math class one day, and I was like, he yelled it once, and I was like, really, dude? And then he yelled it twice, and I was like, oh, I gotta write a fucking referral right he now. He just really wanted to see penis. Like, yeah, he could have just it. been cool. He could have just played and just said it louder. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't like I didn't think Let me think show you was, how this game is played. It's not like I didn't think it was funny, but I was 24, and they were 14, and yeah, I had to show up. All right, all right. So, Tracy, as the judge of this round, who wins? Was likely to play the penis game. I think Tim wins. I think he just. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Just won that. I agree. I right there. Tim wins that. All right, uh, Carissa, you're right there. Go ahead and go okay. next. Um, is a fucking pushover. Yeah. Who is a is a fucking Ooh. pushover? I, I mean, this is gonna cut a little deep because we don't know each other all that well. That's no. true. Uh, I'll I'll take it right it. away. Um, oh, I was gonna take it. I actually have a good one. Uh, lead in. All right, I'm gonna start out. Um, I'm gonna nominate Eric. Oh, you fucking because <laughs> because he sits there and listens to Tyler yell at him on the phone oh, for an hour fucker. and a half a day. Oh. <laughs> I'm like really dealing with some shit right now, and then Eric will just sit there and take it. He won't, he won't take it from anyone but Tyler. Is the really weird? He won't take it from me. <laughs> he no. won't take it from his wife, but Tyler. <laughs> 
So it's only he's a pushover in a very specific, specific. situation. You know, you're you're an absolute bastard because I was gonna lead in with myself. <laughs> so suck it. Because you're I'm the bad. one who gave it up. You could have taken it. I know. Well, no, I do take it. That's oh my the god, point. I just proved my point. <laughs> Did he just win that? Because I was just going like, to... You have to go, too. Tim, you can suck my big, fat dick. Hard pass. People should be careful with describing things to me because I'm a visual person and things just pop in my brain. Like, oh, he just described... Oh, right. I can't look at you Don't now. worry about it. It's not that big and it's not that fat. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Wait, no. I actually am fairly confident that you've never seen that. Um, yes, I have not. So. And now we're back no, on yeah. penises. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> vagina. They left a vagina. penis, but not vagina. I thought vagina was also a funny word. Vagina is a funny word, but now I just visualize a penis going. I just can't unvisualize <laughs> oh, it. I was just waiting for you to say who you thought was. Oh, a, yeah. A I'm going to self-deprecate and say a little bit myself. And I'm going to say it in a good way where I'm very empathetic. So I felt you guys' pain, and I thought I was just going to take one for the team. So there you go. <laughs> That's just a bold-faced lie. <laughs> This is a bold face lie. I'm I'm gonna go with Eric. See, I think nobody wins at this fucking game. (laughs) I think there's only losers here. Only. (laughs) See, and the only reason you I listening to the arguments myself, I would have picked Tracy. Because I was like, I actually made a solid no, argument, but you her. know her. I know and her. That's the that's thing. <laughs> yeah, she face. picked me that she doesn't know. As, <laughs> oh fuck this game! I don't game. know. Tim All made right. a good argument. It just sounded okay. All right, Timmy, motherfucker, drop. This cut. is just what happens. Like we're not even mad at each other. Yeah. We're not even upset. We just like to yell at each other. We think it's funny. Yeah. Factual. Yeah. No, that, that's uh, what happens. Oh, who is a total flirt? <laughs> oh, that side eye to Tracy. That was good, Chris. That was that, that that's the argument right there. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you, you saw not that. Hear shit the happen. story how I made out with a guy and like nicknamed Carpenter? Like that should tell you enough. Yeah, right yeah, there. for the homeless guy's that's pleasure on the Hudson. Flirt. And then that took just him means home. you're you're a fun time, I guess. I don't know. That's <laughs> mean. I'm sorry. You, you were like, very, I loved like the point in that sentence where you were just like, shit, what am I going to say next? <laughs> well, I'm here. I got to finish it. You know <laughs> I've had a few beers. That's what he said. He said, I'm here and I have to finish, right? So there you go. I have to go there. Um, I mean, I, yeah, again, I, I, I will admit it. I, I'm told I'm a very friendly, flirtatious personality. So I will take that one. I will say that it is me. I would I would say myself because I get in a lot of trouble with women like that, and they'll and my wife thinks it's the funniest fucking thing in the world when when women come <laughs> on to me, and she can see it and I don't, and it's just like yeah how how is that what I happened there I'm like I don't fucking know like we were having a real <laughs> conversation and all of a sudden she got real close. That's what That's always happens. happens. <laughs> That's how it happens. So I think this it's going to be a tie because you know I can't take all this for myself. Uh, Tim, judge it up. Um, well. If I were to, if I were arguing, I would have picked Eric because I've heard he used to teach classes in front of women who would be like, "Yeah," ah, and then they'd see his ring and go, <laughs> But uh, I felt like Tracy. True stories of teaching dance people. Yeah, I, I felt like Tracy made the legitimate argument. She's like, she had a very specific example that she referred to, <laughs> so you really can't argue. No, it, it's very vivid. It's, it's making out with a dude in the Hudson yeah. in front of a homeless guy and then going back to the place. Yeah, I no. have more stories than, than that. No, I mean, but I mean, are we going to talk, <laughs> talk about your married boss bringing you flowers? So yeah, <laughs> it's Tracy. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking there's a winner here. That's my argument. That yeah. is my argument. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Tracy, you win. And Tracy was around. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even try. I by a so knockout. Nice. <laughs> Alrighty, well, there you go. All right, all right, Muhammad Ali, are you, have you returned? <laughs> okay, all right. Good um. scene, Um, Has a MILF slash DILF. Has a... What? Or is a has, has a. a has a milf slash dilf. Either or. Oh, oh, so we're talking about our individual our, we're talking about mothers our or parents, fathers? Yeah. Oh shit. Who who is most likely to have a milf or a dilf? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead in. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead in. Uh I've met Tim's parents and I love them. They're fantastic. You've got a great mom and dad. Um, but I have met them. So I'm gonna <laughs> say Carissa. Oh no, Chris is the judge. 
No, no, Tracy. no, no Tracy's a judge. So, Carissa, because I've not met your parents, I have, however, met you as an only child. I am then going to extrapolate your looks onto two beautiful people that made you. So, yeah, take your pick. Mil- Milford Dilf, right there. So, I've met Eric's parents, and uh, basically the same goes, so also Carissa. <laughs> like, before he even started talking, I was, that was literally my argument. I was like, no. I'm not going here. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I would probably say myself. <laughs> just because my mom still gets asked, like, she just got carded the last time I went home. I literally just saw your mom's picture and I thought it was your sister. I thought it was I you. Still and I still get that like, regularly. That's They're t- like, Teresa oh, picked me. What is the, that your sister? And I'm like, no, she's not my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Please and do not tell her that to her face. She didn't even like, have me super young. She had me at a very regular, respectable, like 26 and a half. And she, it's a problem. It's <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's killing it it's 26 years later. All right. So it's true. Probably me. It's true. I'm sad about it though. If that counts for anything, <laughs> I'm not like stoked about it. I mean, it's you don't want to go clubbing out point. with your mom and no. picking up dudes. No, I don't. <laughs> I, would, I, I go clubbing with my mom. She'd buy all my drinks. Well, that's not clubbing. Why not? That's just you, like you and your mom hanging out. Like I just pictured y'all just having a yeah. good time, like there, hanging there, out. We would. Last time I went clubbing with my parents. So you've done it. I have done it. <laughs> it was in Vegas. And it was at a bar where I found out that if I paid twenty dollars, I got as many beers as I wanted for the night. Oh, and what I would do immediately, (laughs) and I would do is I would go to one end of the bar, get like two beers at a time, hand them to everyone, go to the other end of the bar, get two more (laughs) beers, and that was literally that was for like it was from ten to midnight. I had like. 40 beers <laughs> for $20. It was phenomenal. Uh, that's that's how you do it when you show up to a bar on St. Patty's Day at Last Call. You find all the servers and you get two shots from each of them. And oh. then Last Call comes and you're, you're sitting pretty with like 13 you know shots of alcohol. Wow. That, yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's all right. So, like uh, sleeping out of your body. Carissa. So, I guess we're going with me for the MILF You Dilf. declared it before that, I Yeah, there was no it, other argument yeah. there. This is perfect for the three of you. Won't stop talking about their trip abroad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've gone first a lot, so I'll okay. take one of you ladies take it. Okay. Oh, this is really tough between me and you, Tracy. Trip um, abroad. No, oh, this is. Re- I mean, oh. Okay. <laughs> I've I guess ne- I've never told a story about going abroad. Well, you haven't actually told a story about going abroad, but I know if you were to go abroad, like you would tell a lot of stories about it. No, I like, would I not. know that you would. Do you know if I've gone abroad? Because I have. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did talk about my trip abroad a lot you when did. I went. I mean, it was crazy. It was insane. <laughs> Absolutely. So you insanity. guys might know who I already I'm gonna nominate at this point. But so I guess I'll nominate myself only because a lot of <laughs> eventful things happened when I was abroad. That's true. That's like, very valid. I, like I met my fiance and my whole world was changed. And anyway, should we talk about me going abroad? Because we can talk about it right now. <laughs> I'll nominate myself. All right. I'm done. So she just kind of took care of it for me. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to say Carissa. Carissa. Yeah, Carissa wins. I was like, it doesn't matter what you two are going to say. She won. <laughs> She's like, okay. All right, this will be the last one for the evening. Um, who is obsessed with their butt? Oh, damn. Can I go? I'm going to go. Tracy Ofusuhine is obsessed with her butt. I'm not obsessed She's with it. She's obsessed with her butt. I just like not. other oh people God. are also obsessed with it. I'll be, That's to what be I fair. Talk- it's not just her. But people are obsessed with Tracy's butt, Tracy included. It's 100% it Tracy. Me. No. She's obsessed with her butt. Don't let her tell you otherwise because it's not true. I don't think, no, I just point out people's obsession with my ass. I don't, I'm not actually <laughs> So you recognize with my... other people's obsession with Exactly, people. especially when like. But is it one of those like, you know, where you're talking about it like, oh, it's a self-deprecating thing. Like, oh, people love my ass. But really you're like, no, my it's ass more is like... on fire. <laughs> that, all of that. No, it's all of that. Exactly. My ass is lit. That. No, no, no. It's more like an eye roll every time a guy comes up to me. He's like, But is so... it the fake eye roll? Like, oh, people always no, are talking about my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh my God, it kind of does sound like that, but I, I don't mean it to sound like that, okay? Just like 
But here's the thing, though, because when, like, so this has happened to me most times where I, I like a guy and, like, we're vibing. And then I'll ask him, like, what did you like about me? Is my personality? Is it, like, my Wait, smile? Why blah, do you blah, even blah. ask? Because you know there's, like, a 50% chance he's going to say your ass. And I, you no, already know. No, because the hope, there's that hope that it's not that. It's not that one thing. So I'm like, and then he then he'll lie and say, oh, it's because of your personality. And then I find out <laughs> three months that's later. That's the saddest thing. Three months later. Don't it's don't actually, it's actually, no, I'm not going to lie, Tracy. I saw your ass first, and then I went up to you and was like, hey, what's up? See, so you know, the, that's the eye roll. My, my, my girlfriend, she's fully aware that it started, wow, that ass is divine. <laughs> and then you see the rest of it. And she's totally comfortable with that. It's just that hope. You're like, all right, stop living in fantasy world. So I don't, I, I just point out other people's obsessions. It's you. It's not me. People are always talking about Tracy's ass. (laughs) I mean, she brought up the first verse. I don't don't think there's anything to pass this. Tracy, yeah, you're you're in this right. No, I was going to argue that probably Tim talks about, like, maybe to me talks about his ass or other people's asses a lot. That's what I was going to go with. I mean, he talks about... I mean, you just, other you just tried to label Tim as an ass man, it sounds like. I mean, he just said but it. But that's not necessarily talking about your own ass. I wasn't really an ass man until I started dating my girlfriend. That's the interesting thing. Wow. Hey, Tia, if <laughs> you're listening. The ass that changed lives. <laughs> that's right, it did. <laughs> it only takes one. What up, Tia? All right. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we like to end every episode with our personal picks of the week, something new, something current, something that we're revisiting, anything we want our listeners to check out. Um, and Tim, do you want to go first? You want to yeah, go? I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, my pick's definitely going to be Arrival. I... Sorry, I probably stole it from you, Eric. We talked about it at the very beginning. Um, either that, or actually for the very first time, so, sorry, I'm doing two picks. Fucker. But we already talked about Arrival at the beginning, so uh, I, for the first time ever, I saw uh, the sign. Repo Man with Emilio Estevez. Oh, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> it's on HBO now, right now. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to turn this It's the weirdest, most absurd <laughs> film I've ever seen, but also, like, coherent enough that it counts as a film. Because there's plenty <laughs> of movies where you watch and you're just like... What did well, I just watch? Yeah, like, <laughs> Repo Man has a plot to it. And, like, it, it overall, it makes sense. It's not clever. It, it's interesting enough to make sense, but it's, it's a weird fucking movie. Because it starts out with this guy driving a Chevy Malibu... He gets pulled over by a cop. The cop's like, what's in your trunk? He's like, oh, you don't want to go in there. So the cop opens up the trunk and then gets disintegrated. And the car drives away. And it's like, what the fuck? So it's this really supernatural story. But then it goes into Emilio Estevez's story. And he plays this punk in the 1980s. Mm. And he has nothing to do with this car for like an hour and 15 minutes of a film that's only 90 minutes long. So the car only really factors into the last 15 minutes of the and yet it's the opening. <laughs> That's wow. fun, though. Yeah, it's interesting. It's weird. It's strange. It's worth a watch. All right. Uh, cool. I'll, I'll go ahead and go last just to drive everything up. Um, but ladies, go ahead and tell us where we can find Living With Strangers, how we can donate, and then give us something to something to check out. Um, you can donate to our Indiegogo page. We're taking all donations. Um, I don't know if there's any way we can link it somewhere. Yeah, we can absolutely put that in. <laughs> Put in a link. You can click on it so you know what I'm referring to. Uh, but it's uh, it's Living with Strangers TV. Yeah, Living with Strangers TV. Indiegogo, that's what you just searched. Living, Living with Strangers, Strangers TV. Yes. Um, yeah, and you can um, check out the Facebook page we created and our website. That should be launching tonight. Yes, I tonight believe. Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, November sixteenth. It was yeah. supposed to launch Monday, but we've had some glitches but it should be launching tonight where you get to see who's involved in the project more information on what's about and like it also will link to the indiegogo too so if you wanted some inside scoop on yeah give us your spare change we appreciate it yeah um oh and i also as as we're wrapping up i wanted to give some shout outs as we did get some donations today which was great um to um mariela ramos who i used to work with um who's the greatest human being on the earth um Thank you so much for donating today. And then um, to Agnes Asari, who's my mother, who donated today. So Agnes. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and so we're, I feel like almost 
I mean, I'm getting kind of exhausted, but every day we'd be getting some donations. So that's really yeah, nice and encouraging. Yeah, every little bit helps and it's very encouraging. So I wanted to give those shout outs as we're here. So yeah. that's great. Awesome. Oh, and, and my, uh, my what 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 is the term for it? The thing pick that I think of like, the week. My pick of the week. Yeah. Not my thing that people should watch. Yeah, thing. I mean, they're, they're synonymous. Um, so there's a show on Netflix called Chewing Gum. Oh my god, it's so good. It's really weird. It's a very bizarre. I, I haven't heard of it. British show about a very awkward girl who's 24 and a virgin. Um. And it's really funny. It's really like over the top, bizarre comedy, but I could not stop watching it as soon as I started. Chewing gum. Yeah, Netflix. chewing gum. Coincidentally, her name is Tracy as well. The main I character. know. <laughs> and me like, and, oh my God, me and my fiance watch it and we just laugh because every time they refer to Tracy, I think of you. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was weird. And this girl's also like, I think she's like African. She's also African. And it's I was just hilarious. like, why? why and i was just like all right well everything about it was like it her, seems over the top but like her family does remind me of my family with the whole devoutly religious jesus thing so right i was like oh my god um all right Tracy, do you have anything for our listeners to check out um well oh i think they should check out moonlight i recently mm. saw moonlight yeah. oh mm. it's mm. really good barry jenkins film uh no i haven't i haven't watched it all okay all right but but all well, all of it. How did, you, did you get a bootleg of it? It's still in theaters. I don't. How did you? I'm did Tyrone. It, it's all. It's all clips and summaries and. Everything. Oh, okay. okay. So he like did a bootleg version of himself. Himself yeah. watching like yeah. just a, he like pieced it together well, for I himself. Just, I'm surprised that he didn't expect us to call him out on this. <laughs> I th- like, I was like, was I've he been, trying to complete that sentence? Three hours at like, this point. It's... I was like, oh. It's just like, well, let me know about the bootleg if yeah. you've got one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, been getting great reviews. I can so. share some sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my pick's going to be one of the beers we've been drinking tonight. It's Lagunitas Maximus IPA. It's fantastic. It's it's dank. It's resiny. It's tasty with a lot of mouthfeel. And it's, it's like 8.2%. And so it'll, it'll knock you on your butt. Uh, but it's, he thought it he saw Moonlight so after he drank it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our site, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review us. We love comments, questions, requests. Fuck you. You can contact <laughs> us on our site. Don't forget to join in on the drinking game as well. To stay updated, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on twitch.tv. This show has been live on Facebook. Uh, this show has been brought to you by the Grand Gathering Network. Have a great week. Join the gathering. And GGG. Now we all say it. GGG. I was going to let that one. I've been trying to make that die. Yeah, well, a significant I've been trying to make the and nudes die as well. Oh, no, and I, I have two, but for it. It, was, it was too good. I haven't had you <laughs> on the show That was when I said fuck you. It's because the joke is send blah, 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 blah. And, and nudes. And yeah. nudes. <laughs>